We're back. New house. Frederick Hengel House in Oceanside, California. Actual house where I would actually say, yes, an actual murder took place there. Yes. Yes, it's actually gross. Yes. Yes. Yes, things that should have really happened. Yeah. I actually found myself more on the side of the host this time, you know, in certain times than than I ever have before. Hold on. It's uh, time for Flipped Off. I forget it's one of those shows that doesn't really kick in. Because here's the deal. Is the is the little graph of the music looks like it does kick in? But when it does, it doesn't really kick in. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, it looks like it should. But it doesn't. It's very, very strange. That should be the name of your autobiography. It looks like it should. But it doesn't. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, but, but, Lori, we're starting to talk about the show yet. Yeah, you know, on the first, because this is the first of two episodes about the Frederick Hangel House in Oceanside, Three. California. But you, well, no, but we only do two episodes. Oh, I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are three episodes on Roku Original. So there's a Roku Original show called Murder House Flip. Our show is called Flipped Off, where we talk about Murder House Flip. Uh, And episodes uh, 7, 8, and 9 are about the Frederick Hengel House. But we're only doing two episodes about it. And, uh, but yeah, this is actual, this is the first one where, okay, fairly recently a murder took place. It looks like the people right afterwards bought the house. And, uh, and so this is an actual case where you're like, oh, okay, well, this this makes sense, you know? Yeah. But, Lori, before we do, let's talk actually about the murder, the, the case of Frederick Hengel. Did you look into that murder at all? Yes, I, I looked into it a little bit. Uh, I don't know the specifics of of the of the actual, like, why he killed his wife. If, yeah. If, if you, if, I don't know if you found that out. No, um, I, there's actually not much about it. They make it as one of the most notorious cases in California. Like, I can't find shit out about it. It's not, yeah, it's not the Night Stalker. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, By the way, uh, so many more uh, notorious killers in because uh, you have the Zodiac killers in California, right? Yeah. Then you have the Golden State Killer, <laughs> like literally yeah. the named after California, the Night Stalker, Hillside Strangler, the Manson Family. Manson, we got a lot. We got, we're, we're full up, you know? Yeah, yeah, like one of the most notorious murders. And you know what it would be like? It would be like if, if I was like, if I, if I was also like, yeah, me and Fortune Feimster, we're really famous comedians. <laughs> yeah. Well, also too, I would say when we type in Dorothea Puente, so much, I mean, Dorothea Puente's more, more notorious than, than oh, the Frederick yeah. Hengel was. Dorothea Puente. I think, well, every, every, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Anyways, so, um, yeah, the thing I thought was so funny, what, well, two things I thought was funny was that they found, they arrested him at a bar. Oh, they did? Yeah, he was just drinking at a bar and that's where they arrested him. (laughs) Well, he went to a bar down the street from his house. While he was boiling his oh, wife okay. in a pot. Yeah, and well, look. So, that takes I a mean, while. Yeah. And so he was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to nip on down. Another thing I thought was funny was that there was a – I watched a news report, 
And the prosecutor, assistant prosecutor who did the news report, they asked her, did you see any signs of cannibalism? And she said, no. And I was like, he was boiling <laughs> his wife. But I wonder, though, but th- that could have been not cannibal- cannibalistic reasons. That could have been to separate. This is so gross. The flesh from the bones. And mm-hmm. then he could get rid of the flesh a lot easier and then um maybe grind up the bones you know that's true yeah he could he could yeah that's true so um the the another thing i thought was interesting was that nobody noticed and they even mentioned it in the uh in the show nobody noticed until he got a fan so because the smell was so bad he bought a a fan that pushed the the air out of the house and mm-hmm. then that's when people started noticing the smell. And then mm-hmm. that's when they called the police. So if he had just kept it, if he had just sort of, sort of, I mean, eventually he, people would have noticed the smell. But the fact that he was like, oh, this is getting too gross for me. Mm-hmm. He, he had to buy a fan. Well, I also think what you learn as well is if you're going to be a murderer, it's really handy to work at a hardware store. And I like how no one was like, wow, Fred's sure using his company discount to buy a lot of bone saws. Yeah. So anyway, really briefly, (laughs) briefly, go ahead, tell your story, then I'll tell the brief Frederick Engel story. Oh, one time I I bought, like, a bunch of uh, of stuff from 24-Hour Fitness, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, just, like, a bunch of, like, candy bars and stuff, and people were like, Laura, are you okay? Do you need, are you, is everything okay? And it was just, like, I was just using my employee discount to buy some stuff. And mm-hmm. so I find it funny that nobody was like, I should check in on Fred. And like, he seems, Frederick, he seems, he's been buying a lot of bone saws and he's been talking yeah. about how his wife is no longer a problem. Uh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm just going to continue to work at this hardware store. Hey, did, you, did anyone talk to Freddy today? And like, why? And like, well, he was saying that there's like a really foul stench in his house and he needs to buy one of those giant fans. <laughs> he uses company discount to buy a giant fan. I think that just goes to show how annoy how probably like just r- like so annoying he was that they were like, oh, if I have to, if I ask him a question, I'm going to have to listen to the answer. So yeah, he probably I was just, directly telling them. Yeah. Well, there was another guy who I I don't we're never going to get to because it's not in California, but I don't know if you remember the I think it was the Fritzel house. And he, he had a, he had a friend build a, a bunker in his basement where mm-hmm. he kept his daughter prisoner. Yeah. Uh, for a number of years. And he would joke, he would like, they would say he would always joke with us about how he was keeping his daughter prisoner. And it was like, that wasn't a joke. Those were factual statements. <laughs> Those were like, he was just like telling you what was happening. And you yeah. were just like, ha ha ha, Fritzy. You're yeah. so funny. Um, yeah, so anyway, so ever people who aren't familiar, Frederick Hengel was a case in Oceanside, California, which is just out, it's like in a weird, like, floating area between, like, Orange County and, uh, San Diego County, but I think it's technically San Diego. And, uh, it, and a lot of, it's by a military base, a lot of military people live there. And yeah. Frederick Hengel and his wife live there. And wasn't, I think I might have read a story where the, wasn't the wife kind of mean maybe or yelled at people? I could be wrong here. Um, I don't know anything about the wife. I don't yeah, know. I don't know either. Or maybe they were weird, which makes, I think, I remember thinking like, oh, the wife wasn't a weirdo too. There's something weird. They were both weird. And then people started to see Frederick Hengel, but was this before or after the murder, murder where they would see him walking around in women's clothing? 
Oh, yeah. They would see him. Well, they said they saw him after. Yeah. Well, they believe shortly after the murder. But they said that they just randomly started seeing him walking around in women's clothing. Yeah. Which would be a great ploy if you kind of have the same build as the wife. Like, hey, we haven't seen uh, Frida. Freddie. And he's like, really? He's right there. And he's like, oh, hello. You know? It's like a. It's like a Mrs. Doubtfire in the worst way yeah. possible. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, so so then I, I guess he killed his wife uh, and hacked her up in the bathtub that we'll talk about in a second. But what's so funny? <laughs> Sorry. His drag name was No Longer, No Longer a Problem. So anyway, oh, I, I forgot about this. His wife's real name was Anna Ferris. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember he, well, you know, at that bar that Laurie was talking about where they caught him, he was doing one of Bill Word's open mic nights and he got up and he was like, hack my wife, please. And people just <laughs> I, laughed. I got they the bone sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone. You know what the hardest part about killing your wife is? Boiling her. <laughs> and everyone was like, ah, <laughs> crazy Freddy. I also, I would have loved if he, like, just carried around the bone saws like you carried around that mannequin one yeah. time and just not even acknowledge it. And just but he then acknowledged just, the like, bone saw. Turn, the mo- turn the bone saw to look at somebody. Or wouldn't it be funny if, like, it's not, <laughs> he actually was successful in boiling his wife and so you just carry her skull with him? I'm like, who's that? Ah, <laughs> uh, my wife, Anna Ferris. <laughs> so funny. Somebody. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, he kills his wife, and in the process of trying to dispose of her body, the smell got so bad. So anyway, he worked at a hardware store, and he bought uh, bone saws to help hack her body to pieces in the bathtub. And the smell got so bad that he then bought an industrial fan to blow the smell out. This shows you he's not necessarily all there, Lori, because then didn't realize, well, yeah, you're going to blow the smell out of your house and then blow it into your neighbor's yard and they're going to smell death, which they did, and called the police. The police go over to the house, find the wife boiling in the pots, right? Yeah, they, they enter in through the window because they mm-hmm. notice the smell. So they're like, okay, we, get, we have probable cause. So they enter in through the window and immediately they see... Uh, wife's body parts boiling in the in, in, on the stove. They open the fridge and the freezer, and they find the wife's head in the yeah. freezer. Yeah. By the way, people don't know this, and this guy was way ahead of his time, Frederick Engel. At the bar, they said, "Why did you cook your wife?" And he said, "I was trying to do the latest throwing down recipe before the show came out." <laughs> Yeah, that I, I forgot that that week Adam and I picked Cook Your Wife, Cooking Your yeah. Wife. Um, well, no, actually, it was me. I think it was uh, a frittata, but then he decided to substitute yeah. out some ingredients. Well, yeah, it had a, it had of uh, had a. Uh, 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 He's like, uh, I agree with Adam Burns. I can make it however I want. Yeah, exactly. He had he had it had fewer points. His wife had fewer points. So, yeah. um, by the way. Uh, so anyway, to, so he gets arrested, obviously, but then he dies. He pleads innocent, which I think is funny. He pleads not guilty. And then, but he dies within six months. He had cancer. Yeah. And, uh. Sometimes cancer gets the good, the bad guys. 
you know, just saying. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes cancer, yeah, sometimes cancer's the great executioner. Lori, I'm gonna tell you what, right now, we never take a break on this show. I'm gonna take a break right here. Okay, I have to pee so fucking badly. I drank a bunch of liquid and now I'm like, why am I peeing so much? But I literally drank like a giant thing of water and then these two little, cause these Coke Zeros are so cute. Those are so cute. Oh my God, and they're I, so tiny. I had, I had two of them. Anyway, I'll All be right, right back. I'll tell these people my Instagram story then. Okay. So. All right. So I was on my regular Instagram and I kept getting into fights with people online. So I was like, I'm going to take a break. And I'm going to uh, just promote on my the Bloody Podcast Instagram. Well, I ended up not doing any promotion. Instead, what I ended up doing was getting a fight with somebody online. So I go, I, I'm on Bloody Podcast, and I see a post on somebody else's Instagram that's a riddle. And the riddle is uh, something that I've heard before, which is, a man and his son are on a boat on a fishing trip and they get in a terrible accident, boating accident. The, the father is sent to one hospital and the son is sent to another hospital. When the son arrives at the hospital, the ER doctor says, I can't, uh, I can't work on this patient. This is my son. How is this possible? And so the answer to the riddle is, of course, it's the mother. The mother is the surgeon, right? But, so many people always find that so hard. And I, I was, so I wrote in the um, thing, oh, this is a fun riddle because if you don't know it, you're sexist. Mm -hmm. That was my quip. I'm going to put that on the bloody podcast uh, Instagram. So I got two guys that were like extremely butthurt about that. And they were like, oh, it's a sexist. Who's a sexist? So then I just was like, you guys are idiots and just moved on. And then they kept wanting to like, like talk about it and saying that I was being mean. And I was like, I'm not being mean. You're being a dumbass. And so then like, long story short, we get into this thing that this one guy calls, says that we're, I'm being low and stupid. And I said, low and stupid was the name, was the original name of his birth certificate. But his mom thought that was too fancy. And so then I block him because I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Well, then he finds our Facebook and sends a message to our Facebook and, and starts, and Maria gets it and starts, and he starts a fight with Maria. And so then Maria gets mad at me because then I'm like, she was like, you can't start fights with people on our Instagram. And I was like, I didn't start the fight. I just posted a comment, a funny quip, and this guy got butt hurt by it. So. Now I'm not allowed to post on Bloody Podcast. Wait, you mean you're not allowed to post? Because I got in a fight with somebody on the Bloody Podcast Instagram. I actually wrote a song about it. What? I wrote a song about it. What was the song? Play it right now. Religion is a cult and um, 
Carol Baskin didn't kill her husband, and I, uh, what, what got controversial opinions. Laurie always says them uh, on Instagram. But I gotta write this out. Oh, she didn't start the fight. It was always somebody. It's never her. Laurie didn't start. Oh, I gotta write this out. But it's gonna be all the controversial opinions you have. I thought you did. I thought you said you wrote it out. I can't remember the lyrics. Oh, okay. Lori didn't start the fight. It's going to be about, like, religion is a cult. Can somebody please message me all the controversial things Lori has said? I think you somebody know? did that a couple days ago or weeks ago. Just listed all the harsh opinions I have. Lori started. Trump's going to for sure win. Oh, oh. The, uh, <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda is a racist. What was the other one? No, I didn't say he was a racist. I said he was okay with racism. Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel is okay, is okay with racism. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta write that, uh, because redo the lyrics. Because if he wasn't, if he truly, oh, uh, uh <laughs> sorry, total currency for I never said Asian people can't drive. Oh, that's right. Oh, how about when she said that Kelly Clarkson was... Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. How about this one? Let's go back a little bit. Now, okay. You know what? If you guys are going to make shit... I've said a lot of stupid things. If you guys are going to make shit up, then... Kelly Clarkson's a fat pig. Remember? I never I, I said that. <laughs> now we're entering dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say- the N-word in 2006? No. I- <laughs> I forgot about no. that. No. Oh yeah, when you said open mouth kissing your brother. Oh my god, I this is not- gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this song is gonna be so good. <laughs> I did not say that. <clears throat> I first off, we did not open mouth kiss. You weirdo. Yeah. I do not think incest should be legal. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you guys are coming up with good lyrics here. Sucking All on right. your brother's toes. Yeah. I never. Ugh. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a good thing here. All right. Should we get back to the show? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not going to cut that out of the show, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you told the story. Let's just, yeah. um, okay. So anyway, uh, okay, back to Frederick Hengel's house. Frederick Hengel's house. Now, now here we are. Now it's time for Murder House Flip. Now you you have the background of the story, okay? Yes. And now they're actually, so, so here's what I like. I'm actually going to start when the announcer's talking about the most notorious crime in California history, right? Yes. Is then they show like B-roll footage that they took of the house before they did the renovations, right? But they make it, they put it in that like true crime style, right? Which is fine, whatever, you know? And try and make it look at these, that these images that they're filming happened at the murder scene. Okay, fine. You know, gotta take some liberty so you can show what the house is. But then there's a part where they're in the bathroom. And there's something in the bathtub, and they pixelate it out as if there was a camera crew filming the wife's body parts in the bathroom? Yeah. I don't know what it was, though. Yeah, that was weird. 
Oh, by the way, big mystery solved in this episode. I don't know if you if you uh, noticed it. And also, like the it looked like it was like a bag. It looked yeah. like it was a black bag, but they pixelated. So they pixelated a black object. Yeah, that was weird. Wouldn't it be funny if just if it was Mikkel just lying in the bathtub? <laughs> it looks it, like a cat, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So anyway, so now, but anyway, the big mystery was solved in this episode. In that, or it could have been the next episode, but in this sec, in this series on the house, we learn how to say the gentleman's name, the designer. It's Mikkel. That's right. Joelle says it a couple of times. She says Mikkel is doing this. Yeah. Which you know is 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 not that far off from Mikkel. So not far, not but not far off from Michael. Yeah. Also, I know this sounds weird, but she knocks on the house in a way that I don't think that was a real. I don't think the sound that came out of that knock was a real knock. Oh, you think they put the knock in later? Yeah, she knocks it with the she. So her her like fist is like. She's like knocking on the front of her fist. So it's like unless she like had like a knuckle out and she mm-hmm. was knocking with her knuckle. Mm-hmm. But the way she was knocking, I was just like, there's no sound that would come out from doing that. Hmm. Well, I do like as she's approaching the door, she says, uh, approaching the house, you feel the energy of the blue murder house. I'm like, really, bitch? Because you know that a murder took place there. Would you really feel the energy? Like, they, I would love to see that they take Joelle and they go, they don't tell her what it is and she has to feel the energy. Yeah, all, but also like, it's like, how far back are they willing to go? Because I could guarantee you, we could pick a place and I'm pretty sure somebody has been brutally murdered on that place. Like, this mm-hmm. is all, this was all like, wasn't this all California, like all like Mexican and Indian territory? We've killed a bunch of people to be like, yeah. so it's like, how far back are we willing to go with the murder? Are you, yeah. is like every, is it just like 30? Cause they've been, they've been creeped out by like 30 year old murders. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I also you know, love how Mick Mikkel is like knowing what went on to the house. I'm nervous going inside, <laughs> and it, again, it's like, what do you think is going to happen to you? I don't know. I don't. It's something that comes up frequently in these shows. Okay, so then they talk to the couple. I don't remember their names. Do you remember the names of the couple? Uh, it was boring white guy, boring white girl. Okay, it was uh, the guy. The white guy had like a, a English or like Irish accent. Yeah, he had some sort of not from America accent. Yeah. Um but so they, they start talking about their history of buying the house. And, and and they're pretty upfront about it. They say they wanted to live in a house by the beach, but they had a budget. And as we know, California real estate prices are through the roof. It's very, very expensive to live here. And so they found a house that strangely was very close to the beach. Um, but was very reasonably priced. Now, by the way, and I'll probably talk about this later, I did land up looking the house up uh, on Google. I found it, and it is relatively close to the beach. You know, it's very, very close. Like It's like a bike ride from the beach, but very close, okay? And, um, but I love that they're like, um, they're like, oh, we were like, you know, someone murdered their wife and chopped her body up in the bathtub, and that bathtub's still there. I don't know, it's kind of creepy. But it is by the beach. Yes. And you're like, what? And even Mikkel and Joelle say, like, yeah, we get it. And I was like, what? You guys won't even, you guys are feeling this energy in the house. Yeah. 
Yeah, all they have to do, all the all this couple has to do is say, uh, "Oh well, we wanted to live by the beach, but we have a budget." And they're like, "Oh, that makes sense." Meanwhile, like you know, forty years ago, a man kills his wife on a couch that's no longer there, and yeah. they're like, "Why would you ever live here? Who would want to live here?" <laughs> I don't even want to be in this room. Yeah. Right. And then, um, and then the, the so the the white lady, the owner, she goes. Um, yeah, we really want to get this redone because we think it's a great place to raise a kid. It well, is? They, what are you going to tell the kid? Like, someone's murdered in this house. Well, I mean, but again, it's a house. It's not the murder. It's not like the murderer still lives there. It's not like as part of the agreement they had to share it with Frederick. You mm-hmm. know, they, it's just the house. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They want to have. I mean, honestly, I think that the way that they do, they want, they want to have the house renovated. And mm-hmm. in order to do that, they have to kind of play along with the murdery feel. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to be honest with you, it's just, they just want the house renovated. I don't yeah, think yeah, they yeah. Ever really care about the fact that it's a murder house. Here's what's funny is I'm, I'm thinking about the three houses we've done, the Dorothea Puente house, the William Bradford house, and now the Frederick Hengel house, right? Yeah. Dorothea Puente, there's no, I mean, like, for some reason, there's a bit of ickiness because the house is kind of creepy looking, but I don't think I'd have a problem living there. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. William Bradford, I have no problem living there because I don't know why. He shot her, left, whatever. They found yeah, the body. Which they seem yeah. to have the most problem with. Yeah, they the had the biggest houses. problem with Yeah, that's the biggest problem with that one. Her body was right there. This one, I would say I have the highest degree of ickiness. That if I went to a house where like, oh, well, here's a... Okay, he murdered her here at some point. Yeah, yeah. In the house. Then he chopped her up here in this bathroom that we've not changed at all. Okay? Well, see, to my point, I think that, to me, the one time I actually feel like the designers felt was Mm -hmm. when they went to the bathroom and they didn't change it at all. And I would have been like... To be honest with you, I would have been like the first thing I would have done, not the not the stove, but I would have gotten the new fridge, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I would have I would have changed that bathroom because, as we see, you don't know what's lying underneath that bath. I mean, mm-hmm. and also this is not a twenty this is not a twenty thirty year old uh, murder. This happened two years prior to them uh, to them moving into this house. Yeah. Well, here's the deal too. I don't know who sold the house or whatnot. I don't know. Was it the bank? Was it the, who knows? Right. But I will say when you're flipping houses in the business of flipping houses, and this is actually even some kind of a detraction because, you know, when people criticize house flippers, what they'll say is like the people who just got into it as a hobby is they buy the house and then they just like change the bathroom in the kitchen because they're like the cheapest things to do. And not the cheapest, but like it's one of the things to do. And they try and sell it for $200,000 more. But um, but when you're giving advice to house flippers, it'd also be like, well, really focus on the bathroom and the kitchen, right? So I would think that the somewhat person who was selling the house because it's a relatively cheap fix is to just – Especially since something gruesome happened there, is why don't we just redo the bathroom? Yeah. It'll cost us a couple grand, but we'll get, you know, maybe 50 grand more out of it. Because then you have to say, like, oh, this is the original bathroom that he hawked, hacked her body up in pieces. Yeah. So you would think that they would even the people selling it would have changed the bathroom. Yeah. Because I actually do believe, uh, I forgot who said, which designer said it, but they were mm-hmm. like, there's no way there's not DNA still left over. And I was like, I yeah. believe that. I believe mm-hmm. that. And we find out that there probably was DNA left over. 
yeah. from there. Even though I have thoughts on that, and we'll talk about it when we get to that episode. Uh, okay. So, uh, so the Christmas, okay. So, okay, once again, so now we get there, they, the, the family has talked about their history of buying the house. Mikkel and Joelle show up, and let's talk about the kitchen first. So she's like, okay, well, this is the kitchen where they found the body parts boiling. And Joelle is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying in this room, someone, and even Mikkel's like, I'm not standing here, you know? And you're like, why? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, you can stand over here. Again, <laughs> there's, it's not like it's boiling now. No. It's not like they're still, they're still boiling. It's like, oh yeah, we got to still boil the skin. It's done. They've remodeled the kitchen. Also, like, I think it's so funny to me that, um, you know, they, they go like, uh, they go like, oh, oh, what? What happened? What? Mm-hmm. But then when they're walking up to the house, they're like, oh yeah, the, we know, we know what happened after they say multiple times after reading and hearing about what happened at this house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can walk in there. And then they walk in and then the, the, the two couples tell them and they go, what happened? What? <laughs> it's like, you know what happened. You know exactly what happened. Well, then he goes, you, 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 he does that like Scooby Doo where they, they, he's a, you, 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 you replace the freezer, right? And she's like, yeah, no, no shit, dummy. Even, yeah. of course we replaced the freezer in the refrigerator. Also, odds are that freezer is evidence. So they probably yeah. took the f- fridge with them. But yeah, I just, well, also, okay. So this is another, this is another thing with the couple is the mm-hmm. house is called the blue murder house because it's a blue house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We find out that in this episode, it's called the blue murder house. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think that your first thing to do, one of your first things to do would be to not to repaint the house? Like, I don't necessarily feel like you have to get rid of the stucco, but just paint it white or brown or something. Well, the other thing, too, is you're right, because I use all the records. They did buy the house in 2014, you know, uh, like two years after the murder or whatever. But that means they've been there for – they recorded this in, like, in 2020 or something like that, right? That yeah. means five or six years before they had bought the house. They've been there for five or six years. Yeah, and they've only redone – well, in a later episode, they said they redone, redid the living room, which we never see. We never see. We the never living saw living or any of the bedrooms. We need to see any yeah. of the bedrooms. But they, re- um, we know they redid the kitchen because mm-hmm. they mentioned that. I also, <laughs> I also love when, uh, when they leave, when they're like getting ready to leave. The the Mikkel goes, "What about the kitchen?" And they're like, "Oh, they already redid." Like he still is harping on the kitchen. Yeah. Still on yeah. the fucking kitchen. Now, uh, I'm looking back at my notes here. I, I, I wrote, Mikkel and Joel are, again, shocked by a fact that they're on a show called Murder House. I think, honestly, I, I think they keep think I, I think that the inner workings of this show, I would love to have a show within a show, where the mm-hmm. inner workings of the show, our producers are like, yeah, we got a great house for you to flip. And they're like, great. And then, and then they show up and they go, it was a murder house. And they're like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Um, I also think, you know, I actually do agree. I think you and I agree on this. That it is actually gross that it happened in the bathtub slash shower. That is legitimately gross. We covered that. It is. 
Yeah. I like that Joelle says, she goes, we are going to demo that bathroom. The first thing I'm doing is I'm demoing that bathroom. There's going to be no trace about them. I'm like, she's not doing shit. Well, she does. They do that. They do that throughout the entire, but they've been doing that where they say, we are going to do this and we are going to do that. And I'm like, you're not doing shit. Like you, you're you're not touching. You barely, we're like, you, we could tell, like, you could tell when they're, when they are working that the people around them are just like, okay, finish up so we can actually do the work. Yeah. Well, that, well, we're going to get to that in a second because it's, it's one of these things too, where, um, uh, well, let's actually finish the episode and we'll talk about it. Cause it's something they say at the end of the episode. So then they go, but actually, so the bathtub really is, even if they did nothing else, they have to redo that bathroom, right? Cause yes. that is where the horrible, and the, but then the, the couple says, but we really want to show you the next thing, right? And they, okay. <laughs> so they take him to the side yard and they go, did something happen here? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, like, Which- we just don't like it. Which, which I gotta be honest with you, I feel like was a little poor writing on, on whoever was producing it. Because yeah. in the last two episodes, we have had literally like mental gymnastics level, yeah. uh, justification for why they need to remodel things. Yeah. So, so it's like you, you legitimately couldn't think of a problem with the backyard. You couldn't think. I mean, honestly, you could tell towards the end they were like, "Well, this is where they go to escape the house." Oh, that's right. Yeah, the yeah, horrors of the, the house. house. The horrors of the like, house. Well, okay. you would think they would, even if he did something. Like, well, this is where he put the fan to blow the smell out. You yes. Know? So anything, but it was just like, nah, we just don't like it. It's just because not. It, it's just so yeah. we just we're thinking of starting a family and we want to have our backyard redone. Yeah. Like, and, and they're like, okay. And then he goes, well, let me show you the front of the house. And then that makes sense. Cause you're right. That's where they get to. This is the blue murder house. People know it as the blue murder house. And, uh, we want to fix that. And so like, like okay, well, we'll, we'll paint the front, you know, which, okay. I'm, I'm for that. We'll redo the landscape and whatever. So people don't realize what it is. But, um, but yeah, so that, that, now, okay. So then. They go in and they're like, okay, well, we're done. We want you guys to leave. I will say I love yeah. that there was no giant pieces of luggage or anything they had to take out. They're like, okay, guys, yeah. well, you guys, you guys take off and we will be here. And the family's like, all right, bye. And then they yeah. close the door and then Joel goes, I don't have a plan. And he goes, neither do I. I'm like, you guys 100% have a plan. Oh, and what, what I love is there was like, it was like a, it was like their version of comedy, which they yeah. both in unison say, we definitely have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then they close the door and they go, I got nothing. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the goes, I got nothing either. It's like, oh, bullshit. Like, no. No. and another thing I thought was weird. I don't understand this part and maybe it's, maybe it's less complicated than I'm making it. But the, the lady who, the couple, the lady of the couple who owns the house, she says, I'm excited to say goodbye to this house for the last time. Hmm. What? What does that that mean? I I tried to roll that around in my head. I was like, I don't understand. Say goodbye. Says she said goodbye to this house before? I guess maybe when she was renovating the kitchen or something? Say goodbye. I'm going to go back and watch it. Do you have it there? Uh, I could pull it. I could pull it up. It's towards the end. Let me see. Yeah. End of episode one. Um, yeah, because you know, like around the corner 
are like trucks with all the patio furniture and the crew yes. and the paint. Because even as you're pulling that up, well, no, that's the next episode. So we'll talk about the next episode. But in the next episode, you're going to see crew there that work through the night. And you're like, well, you don't just hire crew and then they show up. Yeah. No, I mean, they, the crew is great. The crew really gets work. And I mean, honestly, I am shocked at how this crew is able to handle these two designers. If I worked on the crew, yeah. mm-hmm. I would, I think I would accidentally drop a ladder on them. <laughs> well, yeah. I, God, there's so many things I want to talk about in the next episode, but what we'll to save it? Cause like, we're barely making it to 40 minutes on this one. There's actually not, strangely, everyone listening, there's actually really not much to this episode. There's not much head slapping because as Lori said, this is one of those cases where we actually, in a lot of ways, agree with the designers. And it's also one of those cases where we talked about earlier where it's actually like, oh yeah, this is a house that should be on Murder House Flip. Like, yeah, this is, this is definitely a house. Well, I guess my only other thing is, uh, oh, let me play, let me play this real quick. This is where she's talking about family stuff. I'm nervous, but I know that we're in really great hands and I'm excited to say goodbye for the last time to the Blue Murder House. Bye guys! Oh, okay. I think I get it. So what she's saying is she's going to walk away from the house as a blue murder house. But when she comes back, it's no longer going to be the blue murder house. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I can see how it's confusing. I had to listen to it carefully because, oh, that's what she means. Yeah. So the other thing I, I, I don't, this is something I think is kind of interesting or not interesting, but I thought was kind of weird is that, and this is so somebody who's gay and you're gay as well. A straight couple who's just sort of like, we're kind of hoping to start a family. We're thinking like maybe we'll, it'll happen. And it's like, if you guys are having unprotected sex, like it'll, it'll probably happen. Like, well, I don't understand why they are like leaving it up to whimsy. Like it would just be to me, it'd be like if Star and I were like, we're hoping to start a family and we want to, you know, that would be a laborious effort because we don't have sperm. But they got yeah, all. But I think I mean I don't know what their situation is, but there are some people where they struggle to have a family. Like maybe they're who knows what's going on medically with them or whatnot. There's some people they have to really try. Yeah, I will say I this: guess I, I've known, yeah. especially since they're when you're an older woman, I think it's more difficult. And I think she's sort of in her yeah. mid to late thirties. Here's what's funny: is I've known several friends of mine, women who. um they were in their late 30s, early 40s when they decided to have children, okay? And so, therefore, it was harder for them to have children. They struggled. And in a few of those – so one of them, they just did IVF and it worked great, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of them, even the IVF wasn't, well, IVF wasn't working. I didn't realize – it's very expensive, okay, IVF. Oh, yeah. And it, and it may not work. So once they'd done it a couple of times, they poured all this money and they just tried acupuncture and both of them got pregnant right away, right after the acupuncture. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Star and I right now are, we're not talking, we're, I think we're leaning more to adoption, mm-hmm. but we've decided that if, um, that because I'm not a hundred percent sure if I, if I have, um, if my eggs are, are, I guess, viable. Um, so we would, we would do like where we take her egg, but then I would carry the baby. So 
if that's what, what you I could do is have you talked to your brother about maybe being like the father no i don't think that that would be because think... all, all it would take is you know you and your brother with your parents gone for like a weekend and boom baby no that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. I okay. I don't know why I always have to preface this. I don't want to have sex with my brother. I am not sexually attracted to my brother. I mm-hmm. don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to have an intimate romantic relationship with my brother. We are strictly brother, si- brother and sister. Okay. Thank you for listening to Flipped Off. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U-L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Flipped Off is an Afterthought Media podcast.